Welcome back to the Car Advice Hour. Straight talk about cars and a lot more. Protect your car, protect your family, and protect yourself from getting ripped off. The Car Advice Hour. Straight talk about cars and a lot more. Protect your car, protect your family, and protect yourself from getting ripped off. You are listening to the Car Advice Hour on the game 96.9. I am your host, Mike, and I am here to help you protect your vehicle, your family, and your wallet. I also have in the studio with me our producer and friend, Taryn. Well, hello. This, hey. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Universal Tire and Auto in Longwood, Florida, home of the Buy Four Tires Get a Free Alignment. Visit universaltireandauto.com for more information. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, so in the news yesterday, uh, well, sadly, you have one very sad news. I have two, actually. Yeah. We're going to start out with such a such sad, but <laughs> I guess we need to. So do you heard uh, yesterday it's, it's a to um, Hank Aaron's? Yeah, he passed away yesterday um, at 86, 755 homers, most celebrated record for over 30 years in sports. Um, as a tribute to him, definitely he will be missed. And uh, he is he has left his his mark on baseball. I know all baseball fans will join me in um, in remembering him uh, for the great player and his contributions to baseball. Okay, what's the second? <laughs> My God! No, I saw this morning Larry King died, eighty-seven years old. He's the you know Larry King live. Wow! So another you know led you know led in the absolutely yeah. in the talk show industry. Absolutely. Okay, so <laughs> let's moving, move on. Moving on. Move on <laughs> to uh, something else. Yesterday, uh, as I was going through uh, news and articles, uh, I, I noticed two. Uh, interesting uh, headlines. One was by CNN and one was by USA Today. So CNN's headline reads as follows. Ford is recalling 3 million vehicles in the USA and Canada over air, airbags. The airbags were made by some by the same company whose airbags have been linked to at least 18 deaths in the United States. And that's the CNN news. Now, the USA Today read... Ford to recall 3 million vehicles equipped with defective airbags after losing fight with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration or NHTSA. Which would, we'll that be be considered, would that be considered a high recall number? Um, uh, did you not notice that the first one said uh, they're going to recall it's attributed to 18 deaths. The second one said that they've known about it and basically they've been fighting so they don't have to pay for it or do wow. the recall and they lost the fight. Okay. Which brings me to um, today's topic, which is recalls. Uh, 
vehicle recalls. Mm -hmm. What are they? Um, do they affect me? How do they affect me? Um, I, who pays for it? How do I get to work tomorrow? And a whole slew of questions that, you know, we'll attempt to answer today. Yeah, I'd have a lot of questions with that. You know, um, talking about, well, before we get into that, I found this really cool gadget mm -hmm. for your car. Oh, it, yeah. Let's talk some fun news. <laughs> it was a, okay, so what's really cool about it is that it was one of three young inventors. You, you've heard of um, Shark Tank. Yeah. Where they kind of give an invention and maybe they'll get funding for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this item is a steering wheel. Okay. Steering and, wheel cover or steering uh, wheel? No, 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 no. Not a steering wheel. It's a steering wheel cover. Mm -hmm. And what it does is that it basically helps you with your behavior while you're driving. So you know how you have on your phone, you have the different apps that shut down, if like no cell phones, talking mm -hmm. and things like mm -hmm. that. This young man feels as though it goes deeper than just shutting down apps. It's your behavior while you're driving. Mm -hmm. So you know how the newer cars have some of those detections for if you're starting to kind of, you know, mm -hmm. veer off the road. Yeah. So what this does is the steering wheel, if you start to do a behavior where your hands are not where they're supposed to be on the steering wheel, it alerts you and lets you know, and it gives you minute by minute um, feedback as to what you're doing. But for parents out there, <laughs> that's the key. So basically what? you've, you've, you've specified the age group. It's age group. The parents are going to be looking at. Yes. So yes, you what? parents out there. Because <laughs> The cool thing about this gadget and it's called smart wheel mm -hmm. is that it's connected with an app. So Mr. Parent or Mrs. Parent can look at the app and see how their child is behaving behind the wheel. And the kids that you can't mess with it because your hands are going to either be on the wheel or they're not. And then the parents get feedback as to the, the behavior of that child or that teenager while they're driving. On so the if they get a text message while they're driving and take one hand off the wheel. Yeah. And I think I'm, what I'm, happens? They say like alerts, but I'm sure it's a certain amount of time, like, you, you know, certain num number of seconds or something. Mm -hmm. Nonetheless, it's a really cool gadget, especially if you don't have like a, a car that's like super equipped, maybe like a newer car. A lot you, of the newer cars you can, today. You yeah. can add it to a car and turn it almost into a smart car. Just like you can take like houses. You may not have a smart house, but you can add little things to it to make it smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's my um, gadget of the day. <laughs> that's a good gadget, actually. I think it is. Being a parent, yes. I'm a yeah, it's called a smart wheel. Start driving uh, this year. So, yes, I think that would be a... Uh, Proactive technology for safer driving is what it says. Oh, excellent. Excellent. So. Okay, so it's a steering wheel cover, and it tells... It alerts the driver that, hey... Put your put two hands on that steering wheel and it sends the parents a message or it makes them look at the data of your driving habits. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Okay. So talking about, let's, let's go back to our uh, topic, which is uh, the um, recalls on cars. Okay. So obviously, um, you know, how does recalls work? Uh, can I still drive my car if it's under recall? Can I buy a car that is under recall? And here's another question is for you. Is it dangerous? Will it cost me money to fix it? And how will I get to work tomorrow? Well, there's a lot of questions. Well, yeah. I mean, we're going to try to explain the subject. Well, I want to add a question. It. 
Yes, ma'am. I buy a car from a person. I, I buy like a car in a personal sale, mm-hmm. you know, like a private sale. Mm-hmm. How does the they company know to the recall, recall it you. to me? I know they're not going to recall me. <laughs> I'm saying, how do they know that person A sold it to person B? Don't you register it at the DMV? Well, see, there's the question and you answered it. And there you go. Well, the first question would be, obviously, is how do I know my car is under recall? Well, the National Highway uh, Safety Administration or uh, Traffic Safety Administration, again, NHTSA, is where a lot of our information comes from today. And And they are the actual government agency that is responsible for regulating, maintaining, and all that uh, good stuff about this, Um, this particular issue. So what typically happens? Why, first of all, let's start with why was my car recalled? Okay, why was it recalled? Well, The short answer, really, recalls usually happen because there's a safety issue in the car. One or two more of the safety systems are affected in the car, which in turn leads to uh, unsafe operation or unsafe operation of the vehicle. Therefore, it gets recalled to get that fixed. Do you know if you go into the grocery store, you would be shocked. So when you walk in your grocery store, mm-hmm. look at the wall as you're going into the grocery store and it lists all the items that are recalled because there's you mean levels. Food. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. food. There's levels of which they have to do those, you know, salmonella recalls where you hear yeah. it on the news, but there's yeah. other recalls that happen yeah. that don't get publicized. Absolutely. You'd be shocked. You know, it's funny because when I was uh, researching this yesterday, uh, I happened to open up the page and it opened up to, um, it was about, uh, first one was cars, second one was buses, third one was food, fourth one was Probably children's safety stuff. Um, There's a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, car seats, uh, children, whatever. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff. It's called recalls.gov, and that breaks it down from there into all the different categories. So anyways, we got to take a break. When we come back, we will talk about why was my car recall and start this journey uh, from the beginning. Join us after the break. Welcome back to the Car Advice Hour. Protect your car, protect your family, and protect yourself from getting ripped off. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, this is the Car Advice Hour on 96.9 The Game. I'm your host, Mike, and today we are talking about recalls on vehicles. So to give you some um kind of an umbrella. The federal government um, has put, since 1966, has put an act for the National Traffic and Motor Safety, uh, Motor Vehicle Safety Act, which it did, I know, (laughs) which which basically uh, allowed uh, the federal government to kind of monitor the recalls and make sure the vehicle safety is there. Now, Obviously, if they don't know about something, and we'll come back to that statement 
in a bit. If they don't know about something, they're not going to issue a recall for it. So, um, how, okay, so who starts the recall? Well, obviously someone knows about it and I mean, but the, tells about it. Does it start at the point where, which actually, by the way, phone lines are open. If you have a question, you can call 407-916-8255. Here's my question, though. Does the recall start at the point where, okay, accident one happens, accident two happens, they're the similar, and then someone starts to kind of put two and two together, and then they go, hmm, might be the one car. Avenue. One avenue. That's okay. one way that starts. Typically what happens is the uh, manufacturing uh, brand, um, Toyota, Volvo, whatever brand it is, Mercedes, uh, GM, Ford, Chrysler, they notice that uh, through their dealerships and tech centers, they notice a pattern of certain failures on certain cars. Mm -hmm. So if it's a safety item, they issue what they call a recall. Okay. If it's not a safety item, they may issue something called a technical bulletin, which tells uh, other uh, auto repair shops mm -hmm. and uh, dealers how to fix the car. But it's not a safety issue. If so they're not, not a safety issue, they're important. not going to fork up. The, they're not going to pony up. <laughs> so they won't pay so for it. They will not pay for a bulletin. A bulletin. No, they will only pay for the safety and most of the most of the recalls. Not all recalls, but most of them. How, how would I, as a consumer, know uh, what's covered? That's exactly what we're going to be talking about. We're going to take you through the whole journey. So, all right. Um, it bought, starts bought out. <laughs> <laughs> it starts out with either the consumer reporting it, or as I said, the manufacturer noticing a certain pattern of failure in their uh, dealerships or tech centers. Okay. Um, obviously. Uh, everything starts with the consumer because they are the ones that are using the vehicle. So if you're seeing something um, on the vehicle mm -hmm. that it is not right, not normal, something unsafe. Um, for example, uh, Toyota had an issue back in 2010 where the car would start accelerating on its own. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Obviously you see something like this, you, you're, you're going to have to, pull over, um, you know, make that call to the dealer and yeah. say, I have a problem. Now, um, how does this become into a recall where obviously something like that is yeah. a safety item? Right. Well, first of all, if I were you and you have, um, and most of us do drive cars, uh, the NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic and Safety Administration, uh -huh. put this app. Well, they have their own website, nhtsa.org, or you can where you can actually go in and download this app. And it's a it's called Safer Car App. The Safer Car App basically tells you that if there's an issue, you can file with the NHTSA immediately. You can you can also go if it's easier for people to remember recalls.gov and yeah. from there you go to motor vehicles and that connects you with the NHTSA. TSA. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a mouthful even for me, believe it or not. But anyways, um now okay, well how do I know that my car is under recall? Very simple. You go into 
the one that you said or the one that I said, which is nhtsa.org. It's Mike's what always complicating things. <laughs> yeah, what was the one that you said? Recalls.gov. Oh, there you go. Recalls.gov. Um, you go to recalls.gov. Fine. Fair enough. Um, and, and type in the 17 digit VIN number. Okay. Hold on a second. What is a vehicle? Uh, what Where's is my- a VIN number? A VIN number is a vehicle identification number. Let me guess. I know where you can. No, you go ahead. No, please. Do no, that. no, because I stopped myself because <laughs> now I, 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 you can find it on the door. Yes. Yes. That's one place. Yeah. You can also find it on the dashboard. Where? On the area dashboard. near the windshield. Uh, where near the windshield. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> on the driver's okay. side. Yes. All the way at the bottom. There you, you go. You do remember that episode, don't and you? And <laughs> you can also find it on your insurance registration. Yes. On your registration card, not yes, your insurance correct. card. Correct. Uh, actually, and the insurance card. Okay. You won't find the uh, license plate number, but you'll find on the registration. On the registration. That, yeah. the uh, well, actually, on the registration, you'll find the license plate, but on the insurance, you won't. So, anyhow. Uh, long story short, you type in that VIN number or vehicle identification number, and it will tell you whatever open recalls are for your vehicle. Okay, so I'm thinking of buying a vehicle. What do I do? You can either download that app that I talked about, the safe, uh, safe, Safer Car app, mm-hmm. uh, and type it in. Um, it'll be there. It's if like anything a, comes up, it'll send you an alert, let you know that there's a recall on your vehicle. It's like and, a social security number for your car. Oh, it is. It really is. It's a unique number that is only for your vehicle and your vehicle only. So anyways, so you type it in, it pops up, whatever. You, you're thinking of buying a car, the same thing. You type it in, whatever. How, does that really affect the condition of the car? Uh, meaning... If I'm buying a car, does that make it a bad car to buy? No, not at all. As long as it's covered and uh, it needs to be done, you get it done. Um, It is not, by the way, it is not unusual for cars to have recalls. Not at all. What's the name of the app again? Not all recalls. It's called Safer Car App. Safer Car App. Yeah. Uh, Safer Car is one word. Um, It is not unusual for cars to have recalls. Um, some recalls are really extensive uh, and very heavy in safety, and mm-hmm. you have to go take it in. Um, chances are you don't want to even drive them there. As I said, uh, the example is that Toyota uh, thing. There's also uh, BMW had a major, uh, BMW and Ford had a major uh, airbag recall. Not this one. <laughs> that was a previous one uh, with the Takata airbags. Those, uh, uh, I think they were like putting out shards of glass into oh, people's man. eyes. And I mean, you know, it, it was a mess. It really was. And um, it's kind of scary. So, for example, they said, do not yeah. drive it. But where do I know if I can or cannot drive? Normally, what's going to happen if there's a, a recall issued for your car, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration will send you a first-class letter. In that letter, it'll tell you that your car is under recall, that uh, you need, and it will tell you the conditions of that recall. It'll tell you if it's a dangerous thing, do not drive and take it in immediately. Or it will tell you if uh, this is something that you can um, drive, uh, get to it, get to it as soon as possible, 
if it's something not a dire uh, safety issue. So in that uh, letter, it pretty much will tell you what it is. But what happens? Does everybody get the letters? I was about to say, what if you no move way. and you don't have it no forwarded way. to you? People move, don't change their addresses. Right. Um, even the same owner moves and keeps the same, the registration, the old address because it's his mother, grandmother, whatever. It, regardless, mm-hmm. these things get lost. That's why it's always safer to have redundancies in it, which such as that uh, safer car app or periodically go to that recalls dot dot org and try to see, um, you know, if your car is under recall or not. So do, can I still drive it uh, again, all based on the recall itself. Now, some of the recalls, you have to pay attention to what it says in there because some of the recalls will tell you, do not park it indoors. I'm sorry. Yes. What do you mean? Do not park it indoors. <laughs> if it's leaking gasoline, don't park it inside your garage. You mean in your garage. Well, that's indoors, isn't it? Yeah, technically, I don't know. When I when you said indoors to me, I was thinking my family room. So, <laughs> how are you going to park the car well, exactly. in the family room? Exactly. Exactly. So, do not park the car in the garage. Fine. <laughs> do not park your car in the garage because of the chance of the thing going up in flames. Therefore, and by the way, that's happened. That's not something that I'm coming up with. Subaru had one uh, a few years back. So. It is important to follow the instructions that are in that letter. Again, you don't get the letter. You can pull it up on the recalls.gov. Exactly. Cool. So can I drive it or not? It really does depend on the condition. It's kind of shocking when you go to that recalls.gov. I went in there last night and I started playing around on the website it is incredible the amount of recalls that are out there. Like, really, if you actually sat there, I mean, I understand it for a car. You want to make sure that there's a safety issues. You take care of it. But honestly, if you sat there and went through that thing, you wouldn't want to purchase anything again in your life. And I'm not talking cars. I'm talking like across the board from child safety to food to, you know, everything else yeah, in terms of yeah. what re- gets recalled. But, but here's the thing, though. Uh, how is the government to know about it? or even the manufacturer to know about it if you do not report it. So obviously the food recall, let's, let's, let's take the, what is it? Ebola or whatever that was, uh, that was out there or Ebola or whatever. Not Ebola. Something happening with um, like lettuce and stuff. Different. There's different recalls. Exactly. Let's take one of those recalls. Obviously somebody got sick, somebody reported it or Mm. told the, um, uh, the hospital, this is what I ate. They traced it back. Okay, yeah, this the is health it. Department. Then the health department obviously contacted the maker or, you yeah. know, in this case, not a manufacturer, but the people planting and packaging and yeah. whatever. And therefore, uh, that's where things go. It's the same thing. Absolutely the same thing happens with car recalls. You report it. There's a problem. Uh, what do I do about it? You... It, basically walks you through everything and be as clear and as detailed as possible. Remember, it may not be uh, bad enough on your car, but it could be a life that you actually save. Yeah. I was looking at the safer car app actually gives you four options. When you go on there, 
vehicle car seat, which is very important, tires, very important, equipment, very important. So it gives you the option to, um, and you can even add additional things on there, um, you know, that you want to keep an mm -hmm. eye on for yeah, recall. Absolutely. Believe it or not, I mean, manufacturers have gotten this down to a science. Um, there, uh, I'm going to give you an example. Uh, a water flow meter broke at the factory that makes engines for Toyotas and Lexus. And what ended up happening is they were able to actually pinpoint how many engines were affected. That they issued the recall. Most of these vehicles were caught. Uh, there was a crack. It was not cooling down because the meter of the water meter that cooled engines after coming out of the cast and die. Mm -hmm. Um, they were not cooled properly. The, the, the metal was not tempered correctly. They put it on the car, started the car. All of a sudden <laughs> there's a crack in the block in the engine and the thing starts leaking coolant. So anyhow, long story short, they were able to pinpoint it to the point that they actually caught these vehicles before they left and got sold. So they were in the dealership mm. already only. They never left. Yeah. So this is how strong they have that manufacturing process. Anyways, we've got to take a break. Uh, we'll be right back after the break. You are listening to the Car Advice Hour on WYGM 96.9 The Game. Welcome back to the Car Advice Hour. Protect your car, protect your family, and protect yourself from getting ripped off. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, this is the Car Advice Hour on 96.9 The Game. I'm your host, Mike, and today we are talking about recalls, but first... But First, we will be giving away four oil changes, so you got to keep listening. I will go ahead and give you the phone number, but don't text us yet. We got to give you the promo code. So that phone number is going to be 407 995 9665. And we'll keep giving you that number and uh, Store that stay number. tuned. 407 995 9665. But don't text us yet. We'll okay. let you know. <laughs> All right. So, um, I've actually gotten this question before okay. from a customer. What happens if the manufacturer kind of turns a blind eye to Not a recall? Good, right. Uh, because ultimately, remember, they're the ones that, that view the data more than anybody else. They can always say, oh, this is an isolated incident, yeah. blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. If a manufacturer knows of its vehicles, of one of its vehicles has a safety defect, Mm -hmm. And it does not report the issue to the government in a timely manner. You not just report it, but report it in a timely manner. You're going to get in trouble. Or portrays <laughs> something just did this. Someone just did this not too long ago, actually a couple of weeks ago, or portrays this as something minor, as a minor issue when the company knows it's really a safety defect. Then the manufacturer is breaking the law. To, wit, to to how much right. to how much tune twenty two thousand dollars per violation. Oh, I was going to say every that's not car. that much for car manufacturer. Okay, per violation, up to one hundred and eleven million dollars. Okay. Um, case in point, GM and their um, 
ignition switches back in 2014 mm-hmm. after years and years and years of GM saying, no, nah, it's not a, no, nah, it's not a problem. No, not really. It's downplaying it and downplaying yeah. it. Finally, in 2014, they issued a mass recall and fixed their ignition switch issue. However, however, they got nailed on that one. I'm sure yeah, they paid. If I remember, if memory serves me correctly, uh, they, 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 they were, I think, over a hundred mil, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. So, anyhow, um, does it happen? Do they do it? Um, we all remember last week. There's one particular manufacturer that uh, starts with a T <laughs> that uh, said their electric in the, their electric cars mm-hmm. in their electric displays. They tried to call and actually got exposed by an NHTSA. Oh man. A mouthful. NHTSA <laughs> employee <laughs> that actually uh, said that they attempted to tell them that it downplay it basically. Wait, I'm sorry, downplayed what? That there was an issue. There's a there's a display issue that they're having. Okay. Uh, and it's an electric car. Okay. So that display was having some sort of malfunction, yeah. and um, that particular manufacturer called the NHTSA uh, and said, uh-huh. hey, guys, you know, it's not really that big of a deal. You know, just uh, tell the public it's not really that big of a deal. Um, and they exposed them. Oh. Oh, yeah. They, they, they don't this – is, this is people's, uh, you know, people's lives. It's not yeah. – um, it's not a joke. So they don't play with that yeah. stuff. Anyhow. So, uh, how will I find out about the recall again? Um, I say personally, and, and I'm coming back to this point because it's so important. How many of us do it? Not many of us, believe me, we see this in auto repair shops because, uh, this is part of what we do. Most reputable auto repair shops will do this for their customers is mm-hmm. we come across a lot of repairs. We'll go in to research it, to do our, because uh, no matter what, I mean, we work on thousands of different ma- year, years, makes, models of vehicles. There's no way I can remember all that information. Yeah. Not myself, not any of the technicians. I don't care how many degrees you have, how many this, that, how, how many years of experience you have. You may see patterns and things, but you don't remember all the specifics. Mm-hmm. So we have to refer constantly to technical websites. And then when we go on there and then we go, okay, I'm looking for this type of issue. And I look and I see a recall. That's the first thing I'm going to, I'm going to look into because if it's a recall, it has to go. This is a government mandate. This is not my, you know, doing or somebody else is doing. And if auto repair shops are listening to me and they don't do that, there's actually trouble in that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, immediately, hey, Mr. Customer, it happened. I mean, it almost happens once a month with us. Uh, we'll look at something and then we'll do our uh, homework, look at it and say, oh, oops, this particular uh, issue is under recall. Now, the manufacturer uh, or dealerships are not supposed to sell us the parts <laughs> to fix that recall. They're, they're not supposed no, to. No, they're supposed to only go through the dealer. Yeah. And reputable uh, dealerships don't, mm-hmm. but not all dealerships are got it (laughs) yeah some of them actually do things under the you know thing so regardless be careful um check it check it check it periodically if you hear it on the news and in the media obviously the bigger ones like what just happened or what is just happening with the ford recall Mm -hmm. being a mass recall um is gonna attract national attention uh however pay attention to the media they will say it 
they do say and then that app is safer car yeah keep an eye on that that that's also you know or recalls, could be a lifesaver yeah so. or recalls.gov yes 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 so okay um how um how many years does the uh uh law make the manufacturers cover these cars for oh can i guess go ahead please so you're talking how many years from the point at which they make the recall? Well, that's also a, another trick. Me, so Mr. Go ahead. Customer wants to go in. No, I'm talking how uh, uh, if you have a 20-year-old car, 25-year-old car. Right. Would they still cover it? Yeah, because like let's say I buy a car from somebody and then I go on and I do my due diligence and I see that, oh, even though, you know, I have a 2003, you know, Mitsubishi, there's a recall on it. Will it be covered? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. So I'm going to say they allow for 30 years? No. <laughs> 25? No. 20? Nope. 5? 15. Okay. And hence the importance of the fight. Again, the reason why I read you guys the uh, USA Today, it was a little bit more detailed that can tell you that Ford tried to fight it. Mm-hmm. What do you, what grounds? I mean, if it's faulty equipment, it's faulty equipment. What grounds do you think Ford tried to dismiss it on? The law says up to 15 years, they are obligated. They have to fix it. Well, these cars, most of the cars recalled are between 95 and 99. That's why it doesn't matter what year make a model that you're driving. Mm-hmm. Check your vehicle identification number to see if there's a recall, an active recall on it. So these vehicles, majority of them between 95 and 99, that tells you how many, how many older vehicles are still on the road. Yeah. Right. So which maybe we should do uh, an episode soon about how to maintain your vehicle and keep it to last you for long enough. Anyhow, (laughs) (laughs) that's just a thought in my head. There you go. So, um, and hence why I, th- I think, again, I'm speculating. I don't have the facts, but uh, there's not much really, uh, <laughs> there's, there's not much really, uh, information to go by yet, but I'm sure it'll be publicized soon. However, the reason I think that they are fighting this is uh-huh. because it's more than 15 years old. Uh. However, it was defective airbags that have been responsible for the deaths of 18 and this in is the United States. Mike's opinion and only Mike's So Mike's opinion, opinion is <laughs> it has to do with the age because the law, like I said, only covers up to 15 years. So there you go. Well, I mean, if it covers to 15 years and these Wouldn't are. Wouldn't that be a bummer? You get the car and you're 95. 16. I know, but then it's the 16th year and you're like, oh, man, you can't get it fixed. You just but it's a, if it's a safety recall based on. A manufacturer error, mm-hmm. should they not cover it? I think they should cover it no matter what, whenever. There you go. And I think the reason why there's all, this case yeah. will set precedence, in my opinion. I don't know, though, because you still have warranty issues with, with, with other products that you purchase, and they only do it for so long. Uh, yes and no. We'll talk about that when we come back from the break. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back, folks, after this break. You are listening to the Car Advice Hour on WYGM 96.9, The Game. Welcome back to the Car Advice Hour. 
Protect your car, protect your family, and protect yourself from getting ripped off. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, this is the Car Advice Hour on 96.9 The Game. Brought to you by Universal Tire and Auto in Longwood, home of the Buy 4 Tires. Get a free alignment. I'm your host, Mike, and today we are talking about recalls. But first... We have our oil change giveaways. So Universal Tire and Auto is going to give away four oil changes. Does not matter the type of oil your vehicle takes. They will take care of you. So the promo code that you have to text us is RECALLS. And that phone number is 407-995-9665. Again, that is 407-995-9665. And you'll text the word recalls for an oil change at Universal Tire and Auto in Longwood, Florida. But just the word recalls. Recalls. <laughs> that was <Well>, about <laughs> All right. So, um I want to give a shout out to uh, Thomas Schmidt, Tom from Davenport, Florida. Uh, thank you for uh, paying it forward, Tom, last week. on uh, He was one of our winners. He's far away, so he said, can you, you know, please give it to the next guy? So we promised him that we would give him a shout out. So, uh, Tom... Thanks again, and thank you for listening, and stay. Uh, Wish you were closer. <laughs> I know, absolutely. Um, okay, so back to the recall uh, business. Uh, yeah. Our recalls, uh, uh, recall repairs for free, most of the time, the federal law requires, and I'm reading this, the federal law requires all safety recall repairs to be provided free of charge on cars that are up to 15 years old. But so, for example, if you purchase something in a store and you have to, you know, you have your 30 days or whatever to return it, you obviously purchase something larger like, um, I don't know, like a television or something and you put it for a warranty. Mm -hmm. um, you would hope that that warranty would last the life of the TV, but that's not the case. I mean, because there's a wear and tear that happens over time. I yeah. mean, isn't that the argument though? No, that there, that after what I, here's my question. Isn't that the argument though, that a car, there will be wear and tear. So at what point is it too old to fix something that was recalled because it may have been damaged from being too old? Again, I think that was the, argument that Ford was trying to make. These cars are 25 years old. You're making me fix them for free. Come on. You know, but I think it was a manufacturing issue. That's why they're being recalled, not a wear and tear issue. Yeah. You get the difference, No, no, no. Obviously. I mean, I understand the difference, but my thinking would be, my argument would be wear and tear can also cause damage. Correct. Correct. But in this particular situation, and these guys, like I said, when you have the way they track things is, is amazing mm -hmm. in the manufacturing process. They will know. And, you know, the joke in our industry is that the guy that was operating that machine mm -hmm. uh, fell asleep <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> and what they will do is they will come down and isolate whatever cars were affected yeah. in those two hours. Wow. And it'll be, you know, I mean, Toyota, GM, Ford, these manufacturers, they, they put parts together they don't really manufacture a lot of these parts so it'll be the guy who made this switch what they'll do is the guy will discover it or the reports will start to become too much 
They'll look into it. Okay, between this car and this car, it came from this plant, this plant. Well, it's just like food recalls. They do bit by lot number. You exactly. Know what I mean? and by they date. are so specific so. on these manufacturing issues and whatever that they can pinpoint it down. So they'll say, okay, something happened between 12 uh, a.m. and 2 a.m. You know. I know. I still have a hard time. Like if they have like a recall for food, I know I keep going back to food, but if they have a recall for food, I have a hard time when they say it's only this lot number from here to here, because I don't know, all of a sudden I don't trust that product for that yeah. moment. And then I want to just let it go. Now the catch on, on the car recalls is the 15 years. When, when does that start? That's the most important catch. Starts. It doesn't matter who, when it was manufactured is from the, the day mm-hmm. of delivery of the first owner. Oh, come on. Are you, you mean 15 years from? Yes. So there's a lot of cars and that's the reason why it's very important to know when it was purchased first. If if you're a second or third owner now, so it, for example, let's take a 2014 Volvo. Yeah. Um, 2014 Volvo may have been made in June of 13 sold in the US in August of 18 of of 13 okay as a 14 year model the day starts <laughs> from the day of the, the person the first person taking delivery it goes to 15 years wow. now again i do believe that this ford thing will set precedence on this so okay and it does actually in the article that i'm reading uh from uh that is on uh consumerreports.gov which, by the way, also gives you a pathway to uh, to and reporting <laughs> say, the, say the an HTSA. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just remember TSA at the end. So NH and then TSA. TSA or go know. to recalls.gov. Yeah, exactly. Or the, do it the easy way. <laughs> okay, so how long does it take to fix my recalled car? Well, it all depends. Um, it, from From the recall announcement, uh, until the dealerships usually get the parts. Remember, there's multiple process. Sometimes it takes weeks for the manufacturer to notify the dealers that there's an actual recall. Mm-hmm. We've had situations where uh, guys would, you know, a customer, we would send him because our information is is updated daily. Yeah. All our websites and all the technical websites are all updated daily. So it'll be out. The dealership has not gotten notice of it. And the dealership will go, oh, I don't know about this. And, and you go, here's a printout of the, um, of the recall and the dealership will say, here's the second part is that they may not he- have a fix yet for the problem. So it could take a few weeks between the time the, uh, manufacturer notifies the dealer, the dealer notifies the customer, um, and the fact that they actually find or have a, uh, solution for it. Now, uh, there has been many complaints and I'm, I'm like, <laughs> the data is oh, amazing. I'm sure there have been. Um, you know, uh, like in, in a situation where the automaker initiated recall before the fix, uh, the Kia Stinger campaign, which uh, happened, um, you know, they released it. Customers started showing up. The dealers didn't even know about it. Wow. So they don't let alone had a, you know, had an issue or, or I'm sorry, a, a, a solution for it. So again, just so that the listeners know, they can go to Safer Car. That's an app, mm-hmm. and that can you put your VIN number, yeah. which you can find on the side of your door or by your windshield. Um, you can go to recalls.gov. 
all of which will take you to NHTSA yeah. to get all that information. And if you do, if, if, if the best thing to do, and I'm going to, I'm going to end with two things. The first thing is stay in touch with the dealer to make sure, because again, with COVID and everything else happening, better to make an appointment. Um, some of these recalls are very extensive. Some of them are not like yeah. Honda just had one where people had to download a program, upload it into the, into their cars. It was a very simple process. So um, is that impossible? No, not really. Right. So um, a lot of people did it because of COVID did it from home. Uh, so pay attention to our, not necessarily, I mean, just talk to the dealer, stay in communication with them, find out what is the best way to do it. Now, the last question I want to answer is, will I get a loaner car? Because <laughs> everybody's <laughs> probably thinking, how am I going to get to work? How am I going to get around town? Yes. Um, well, the, the dealerships are not obligated by law to give you a loaner car. However, relationship with someone in particular goes a long way. So if you are a good customer, then absolutely will probably help you out. But if you're not, then chances are they're not obligated. How long do we have? We got like 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes, this has been an interesting topic. So uh, thanks again for listening, everybody, to the Car Advice Hour. And it's powered by Universal Tire and Auto in Longwood. Uh, and the Car Advice Hour is on 96.9 The Game. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram at the Car Advice Hour. See you next Saturday.